If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hello, Libby Langley here, and welcome to another episode of Life in Business, the podcast. Um... I want to talk to you today about overwhelm and how to manage your entrepreneurial overwhelm. I think it's rife, okay? (laughs) I think there is an awful lot of overwhelm in the business world, the self-employment world. And I think there is a lack of kind of asking for support and asking for help or even talking about this, quite frankly. I know for sure that I'm overwhelmed at at least one point every week. (laughs) I'll talk you through some of the strategies that I have to to kind of cope with this. But that's kind of like a minor, a minor temporary blip crisis overwhelm thing. What I'm talking about here is like the, the bigger, longer term, more damaging sort of overwhelm, burnout even, which is pretty serious. And I know that I, I guess at the moment I'm kind of in a, bit of a state of overwhelm slash burnout, which I'm I'm managing um, or looking to manage even more effectively. But it's when there is stuff going on with your business or changes you're making your making in your business, as well as pers- things in your personal life, sometimes it kind of can can get to be a bit a bit much, right? And that's okay. That happens and it passes. And like I say, I'm gonna talk you through some kind of strategies today that can help minimize it. But I think that admitting how you feel is one of the first steps to managing your overwhelm and preventing it it turning into full burnout and, oh, I don't know, total incapacitation. And it's all okay, you know? It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to feel stressed. It's okay to have days when it's just all a bit much. You're not superhuman and nor should you be. There are other things in life. You know, if you've got kids, then kids get a challenge, right? Sometimes you have clients who become a challenge or suppliers who become a massive challenge. That's been one of my my issues recently, which is, you know, has been has been an awful experience and has uh, has kind of contributed to a to a level of stress as well with some personal stuff that's going on. So, just kind of take a minute to sit and think about where you are now and how you feel, right? And you can do it on a scale of one to ten, if you like, a kind of stress scale or overwhelm scale. And if you're like one to six, you're kind of okay, I think, uh, because, well, one, it means there's zero zero overwhelm, which is amazing. But I would doubt as an entrepreneur that you score a one uh, because, because there's always stuff, right? There's always stuff. 
But if you're scoring kind of seven to 10 on a stress overwhelm scale, then there's things that you need to kind of look at because you cannot function in that high anxiety, high stress state for long. And people do. And I have done, you know, if you've if you've been a regular listen to this listener to this podcast and you listen to episode one, and also if you've you've read my book, then you will know for sure that I talk quite openly about my experiences over the over the years with it all being a bit too much with burnout. And that's one of the reasons that I started my business in the first place. I didn't realise that at the time, right? Didn't realise kind of what I was going through in my job until many years later. And I thought, oh, yeah, so that was burnout. That wasn't good. <laughs> but it, it it's OK. You know, it's all OK. So the thing with being an entrepreneur or a, a business owner is that you kind of self-overwhelm as well to a certain extent. Uh there's constant ideas, right? There's lots of tweaking, lots of tinkering, lots of must do this better, perfectionism, all of that. Yes? Nodding along? Yes. And that kind of is something that you can not stop because the ideas that you have are brilliant, right? And some of them will be worth following up. Oh, I did a podcast episode on that. I'll put a link in the show notes. It was about how to decide if your idea is worth pursuing. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that if you've not listened to that, because that's quite a good one to, to kind of stop stop this overwhelm, you know, stop you going down a path that's causing you more stress and bother than you need to because of you, the way your head works. But because so often we, as business owners, we work on our own as well, small business owners, we work on our own at home often. And so you can get kind of carried away with your own trains of thought and your own think, things that you think you should be doing. So let me give you some tips on how you can kind of be stricter about that and how you can manage this overall and stop it creeping to anything that's above a six, seven, right? We do not want that. So firstly, I would say, say no to more stuff or put it off for a while. It's okay if people ask you to do things. It's okay to say no, no, thank you. I don't want to do that. Or to say, yeah, amazing. That sounds fab. I'm free in May, June, July, August, September, whenever you're free. And to put things off for a while, it's it's quite rare that an opportunity will come to you. And if you say you're unavailable until a month or two months time, that that opportunity will disappear. Unless, you know, if it's a time-bound thing. For example, I got asked to speak at an event in June and I'm going to be on holiday in June. So I said, no, I can't do it. And they, they're running, there's another event in September, which, yeah, I am free for. So it's it's been pushed back, pushed back by three months, but that's fine. Because I think the thing is, for me, it was very easy to say, no, I'm on holiday, I can't do it. But if it was a case of, oh, God, no, that just feels too much at the moment, I think in our heads we have a kind of different perspective on that. Um, perhaps it feels, perhaps you would maybe feel like weak or selfish or flaky or one of these things by, you know, feeling you need to give a reason for the for you can't do it. But honestly, just saying I'm free in and three weeks' time, six months' time, whenever – and just putting what feels like a lighter time frame on it, brilliant. 
that's brilliant. And it's so easy. And nobody thinks it's weird and nobody thinks it's rude. This is just about you and your own boundaries and your own mindset. And when you're in a state of overwhelm, you don't necessarily feel uh, as conscious of the decisions that you're making, okay? But decide on what really matters to you and your business. Say no to the stuff that, no, you know, do less in your business if you can and don't take up every single networking opportunity or (laughs) meeting or going to meetings when you can do them on Zoom, all those kind of things. Be mindful of what really matters to you. And be absolutely honest about what energy you have. I know at the moment I have low, low, low energy. I'm a low energy person anyway. Okay, I'm not a high performing extrovert. Never have been, never will be. And I, that's an uncomfortable space for me. I can do it for a bit, but I can't sustain it and nor do I want to sustain it. So I know that in order to have energy for the things that I want to do, then I have to have a lot of quiet time and downtime. So I'm currently on the day of recording this. I'm currently on day five of having not left the house. And because I had a period, I had four really busy days in a row. Um, Social stuff, nice stuff, but you know, things. And so it takes, I know that I have to have kind of time to recover from that. And And there's stuff in my business that I wanted to do and to focus on. And for me, that just means very few, very few conversations with people and focusing on the things that matter, such as recording my podcast, right? That's a really important thing for me in my business. It's a brilliant marketing tool for me. It gets me in front of a new and different audience and my gorgeous regular audience. Hi, how are you? Lovely to have you here again. But you need to be kind of honest about that. And there's no shame in it. There's no shame in it at all. You know, you might think that I'm weird for not leaving the house, but it's like, yeah, but you still listen to my podcast, don't you? (laughs) You see, so it doesn't kind of, I jest, but it doesn't kind of matter, right? This is your business and you can be as weird and wonderful as you like in the way that you run it. But being honest about the amount of energy that you have is really so important. So you can push things back. You can cancel stuff. Oh my goodness, the amount of times over my, what, 11 plus years in business that I have been sick or been at the end of, you know, on a nine out of 10 on the overwhelm scale and have still done things because I felt that I had to still do them. You know, I remember in the early days, I did a one-to-one coaching session with someone at her offices and I had, I kind of got a bit of a migraine or something. And twice during this session of three hours, I think we were together, I went and threw up and then just came back and carried on. And it's like, it's, it's like that's utter madness. You know, you look at, you kind of, I look back and can see what madness it was. But at the time, you just keep going, right? You just keep going. You just keep going. And that is not sustainable and it is not healthy and it is not an effective way to manage your entrepreneurial overwhelm, okay? Another tip that will be really useful for you is to be more organised. Now, I did a couple of weeks ago, um, episode 24 was all about decluttering, not chucking stuff out from your wardrobe. I mean, that's an amazing thing to do, but it was about digital decluttering and getting organised in your business. So listen to that. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Listen to that um, because that will be helpful for you. But being more organised 
actually takes a lot of pressure off you because you're not looking for stuff. You're not trying to find things. You're not like, mm, where did I put the, mm, you know that video that I made of, what was it called? And it's called, you know, video one, two, three, four, five, six, and you ain't never going to find it. So being more organised is something that will, will help you. And that includes scheduling your time, right? I am a real advocate of this. I block out time in my diary for everything, work, work-wise, because I don't do anything. Um, I do a lot of sitting outside of work time. <laughs> but, but I block out time for recording podcasts and it's in my diary and it's blocked out. And the reason that that's so important for me is, A, I'll do it, right? If it's blocked out, if it's allocated time, I'll, I'll get it done. And also, I know then that I will have enough podcasts to be ahead. Yeah, so kind of batching um, stuff I know I'll always I'll never be doing a panic one the day before it's supposed to go out or anything like that and also it means that nobody else can book in calls with me so you can book calls or um one-to-one training our power hour the game changer session with me through a calendly link and also you can book a free strategy call with me through a calendly link so if I block out time in my diary calendly knows I'm not free Okay, so nobody can book in at that time. So I'm really conscious of of blocking out blocking out time. And the thing that I would say about calendars actually is if you look at your calendar, right? So I, I use um, Office three six five Outlook. So if I look at my calendar in Outlook and I'm like, oh, that's a busy week, then you're doing too much. And yeah, you can cope with it, but if you think, wow, that's a busy week then make sure the following week is not busy and block out time to just have quiet time or whatever it is that you need, you know, long a day off, whatever it is that you need to kind of recoup. If you're a super high energy person who can do six calls a day every day, amazing, fine. I mean, you know, I, it's that's not what I kind of talk about, what I kind of preach, but all kudos to you for being able to do that. But I'm assuming that you're here because you're a kind of low energy, got to manage yourself kind of person like me and that's why we talk about doing less working less and being more efficient and more profitable with what we do being smarter right but be really conscious of that what I want you to really take from this from this podcast today is about being conscious of how you feel what energy you've got and what you're doing because we're not we're often we just do stuff and we just roll along and that can be, you know, that's that's how this stuff can kind of creep up with you because you're not conscious of it. So check your calendar. Next week, for example, I've got loads of calls in. I've got loads of calls in and it makes me, you know, it's... Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, I have, to be really, I have to be really mindful of that. But I am aware of it. I'm conscious of it. And some of the calls are going to be amazing, right? Some of them are with, are with existing clients, some with potential clients who booked in free strategy sessions with me. So it's going to be a brilliant week, but it's also going to be really, really tiring for me. So the following week, a little bit of downtime planned in. And that's okay. And that's how I have to run my business. And, and, and that's fine. And if you do this, if you're more organised, if you schedule your time, even time off, if you plan ahead, it makes it easier to say yes or no to stuff, okay? Because you're more consciously aware of whether something fits in with how you want to be and how you want to feel or not. Another thing you can do is to delegate more. Now, I work alone and 
periodically I outsource bits and bobs to people. Uh, bits and bobs being a high level strategic term for uh, the work I do in my business. <laughs> but for example, I outsource the editing of this podcast. I don't do it because uh, no, I can't, I don't know how to do it and I can't bother to learn. Um, so I've got an amazing team who do that for me, who are really, 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 really super guys. And so it could be that you outsource something like that that's taking kind of time and is a time-bound thing, right, as well, because there's a schedule to this podcast. It comes out every Thursday. And so I know that if I ping one off to them or three off to them or however many have recorded, they return it to me within 48 hours. That's the agreement. And so I can quite easily get ahead there. And we've got this really wonderful working relationship. They're, they're superb. So you could have somebody like that to do stuff so you're not having to do it like every Wednesday. So it takes something off your plate and not necessarily podcast editing, but just using that as an example. But you can get someone to read your emails for you and filter them. You can get someone to answer your phone if you still, you know, if people still phone you. You can have a call answering service so you, you're not interrupted. You don't have to do that. You can get someone to design all your Canva graphics so you don't have to do that anymore. You can get someone, an online business manager who basically runs your entire online business. You can outsource a kind of job specific, like editing a podcast, right through to somebody who is a, an OBM, an online business manager who does loads of stuff for you. Okay, there's lots of degrees of there. Uh, very, what's the word? A scale, a sliding scale. So there are lots of virtual assistants, VAs about in the UK or whatever, whichever country you're in. But also there's places like Fiverr, which is F-I-V-E-R-R, that can be a good place if you want something really spe specific doing. So over the years, I have used, not for a long time, but I have used Fiverr. I wanted a... Um, I wanted some a graphic designing for something and I just, oh, and a flow chart for something else. And I just, oh, it's taking me too long. And I'm like, mm, yeah. And they advertise these, everybody on Fiverr kind of advertised this specific thing. So I found someone who like did flow charts, sent them the shit drawing I'd done and ta-da! And it was great. Um, and really inexpensive. I mean, things start at $5, hence Fiverr. So it can be a good place if you want something specific doing, but it really depends on what you want and need from your business and what your budget is. But if you don't have a huge amount of profit yet, we're working on that, yet in your business, and you still want to outsource stuff, there are places like Fiverr where you can find things really inexpensively. And my experience has always been really good. Um, I've never had a negative experience for for using them so like I said I mean it's probably only half a dozen times over over the over the 10 years or so but still it's been it's been useful but this delegating get help get support um get someone else to do stuff it really is worth it 90% of the time unless you have a bad experience but that's quite rare for that to happen. <laughs> that's quite rare for that to happen and it is it is worth getting this support because it it takes stuff off your plate, right? And then finally, take responsibility for yourself and your health and energy. You know, you are you and it's up to you to manage everything, right? To be kind to yourself, to push yourself when required, to step back when required, to know that you're 
getting above a six in the overwhelm scale, the made-up Libby overwhelm scale. And it's your responsibility to say no to things or to put things off, to decide what really matters, to be honest about what energy you have, to limit the number of yeses, to get more organised. You can outsource the actual organisation if you want to. Like there's people who will file all your emails for you. You can find people who'll do all this stuff, but it's your responsibility to make that decision to do that. It's your responsibility to schedule your time in your calendar. It's your responsibility to plan ahead. You know, it's your responsibility to say yes or no to stuff. Your responsibility to um, to find people to delegate to. And that's not to add to any overwhelm that you might be feeling. That's just saying you need to think like a business owner. That's what's so important here because so many business owners think like practitioners, right? And I know that that's feedback I've had from my clients and regularly get from my clients is that they're doing the do and they're not thinking like business owners. And then, of course, they do start to think like business owners because that's something that we work on together. But it's your responsibility to look after yourself and your health, health and energy. And that can mean things like, just going to bed an hour earlier, right? Making sure you sleep enough. Nobody's going to tell you to do that other than other than you, and your body will thank you for it. To rest when you need it. So if you're feeling tired, if you have a busy week, take half a day out the following week. Take the whole week out. Build in this kind of um, recovery time from busy periods. You can do that as a business owner and as a grown-up, right? You can do that and it will make everything better for you, for, for productivity in the long run and also stop this kind of overwhelm creeping in. And talk to someone. Absolutely talk to someone. Talk to a therapist. <laughs> talk to an EFT tapping coach. I've had, um, I've worked with someone who's done, who's done tapping um, over the last couple of years, and it's been superb. Hire a business coach, right? Get a business coach who can help you simplify things and see things more, more clearly and reduce all that kind of overwhelm and stop you going down rabbit holes and trying to do too much. That's what us business coaches are here for. That's, that's yeah, it's one of the things that we can help with. So don't be shy to approach someone and talk to someone and, and get the support that you need. Because honestly, Problem shared is problem halved for defo. So really do believe in that. And then read something useful. Read something that's going to be helpful, okay? Reading something will make you stop doing all the other things that you're doing. And also you can learn a lot of stuff from, from business books, from um, entrepreneurial books. And you know that I've written a book, which is called Life in Business, the same as this podcast. And the subtitle is... Uh, something that I've just temporarily forgotten. So that's helpful, isn't it? <laughs> Work less, earn more and embrace true happiness. So it's very much focused on anti-hustle, anti-overwhelm. What I want to do is I want to give a copy away. I want to give a signed copy away. Um, obviously not pre-signed. It, I'll sign it for whoever whoever gets it. So criteria for winning this book or receiving this book is I want you to use the hashtag life in business book life in business book on Instagram um, and tag me at Libby Langley on Instagram 
and share a picture of you listening to this podcast or a screenshot of the podcast. Share it to your um, to your feed or to your stories, don't mind which, but make sure that you tag me at Libby Langley and use the hashtag Life in Business book. And I'm going to give away a copy. So I'm going to do it the day before the next podcast comes out. So before next Wednesday, which will be the 24th of May, 2023. So if in two years time um, you're listening to this, we've done it. It's been and gone. But I'd love to give away a copy of the book because it will help you manage all this stuff. It is jam-packed with my experience, you know, my my stories that I tell in this podcast and, and in the book of how I've kind of been through it and the top tips for managing things and how you absolutely do not need to hustle in order to get ahead. And people who've read the book, and I'm extraordinarily proud of this, have said to me, one woman in particular, Nancy, she does not now work Fridays because she she read my book and she's jiggled things about in her business and giving us giving herself a day off a week. That's that's so powerful from a book. But that's why I want to give away a copy. And it will help you absolutely manage your entrepreneurial overwhelm. And I'm going to sign it and put a cute little message in there for you. Maybe even draw you a little heart or a star or something because everybody deserves love and you are a big star for even oh having a go at this self-employment lark because it's not easy, but to be doing it, to be enjoying it, to be thinking about it, to be living it every day is phenomenal. And I am so proud of you. So thank you very much for joining me today. Get snapping and sharing your picture on Instagram. Tag me at Libby Langley and use the hashtag Life in Business Book. Uh, look forward to seeing what you share and can't wait to be sending out a copy of the book in the post to you. So see you next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.